Welcome to Talking Travels and Other Stuff with me, Sarah Darling. Um, today, I'm super excited to be speaking to Isabella Moroni, Vice President of Sales and Leisure for Europe at Preferred Hotels Group. Welcome to the pod, um, Isabella. How are you? Today? Thank you, Sarah. I'm great. Thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't think of a better way to start my day than talking to you. So thank you so much for having us on. No problem. Welcome, welcome. Where are you at the moment? Um, I'm in uh, sunny St. Albans, uh, looking out of my office window and uh, trying to embrace the lovely weather uh, and hopefully easier to stay now. Yes, spring is on its way. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed, I know. Although yes. much probably rather be somewhere hotter, hopefully soon. Uh, I don't know. So you you look after the um, the event side um, leisure for the preferred hotels group. How does that work? Tell us about the um, preferred hotels. Absolutely. Uh, where do I start? I have so much to tell. So uh, preferred hotels and resorts sits under the preferred hotel group umbrella. So the company is owned by the Uberoff family, who actually recently celebrated their 17th anniversary from acquiring Preferred Hotel Group. And as you can imagine, over the 17 years, lots of exciting things have happened. Um, we are the world's largest independent hotel brand, and we're really, really proud to represent over 700 stunning properties in over 80 countries. Wow. So, uh, Gosh. Yes, a very diverse and uh, broad portfolio. Um, just to mention uh, a few of the truly iconic properties that are included in our collections um, is the Mark in New York, Post Ranchini in Bixo, um, the Upper House in Hong Kong, um, closer to home as well, we have beautiful hotels like Finca Cortesinia, Marbella, or even closer, uh, the legendary old course in St. Andrews, Scotland, just to mention a few. Wow. Um, yes, lots to choose from, particularly yeah. now that people are looking for inspiration for their next travels. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a massive kind of wide range. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, as a company as well, we have a fantastic global footprint. We have 35 offices globally and we provide our member hotels with leisure, corporate, group sales, integrating marketing solutions, support, revenue management, distribution technology, and really a lot, lot more. Um, as a global team, we're in regular communication with our hotels. And I would like to say that we very much consider ourselves as an extension of their teams. Um, and in my role, um, as you introduced me in a loving way, uh, as Vice President Leisure Sales for Europe, I'm the very lucky lady that gets to speak about stunning hotels and destinations all day long, pretty much. Um, and my focus is really to bring as many exposure, networking and business opportunities as possible to our portfolio um, and really to connect the right hotel to the right travel trade partner um, uh, in the UK and around Europe with the help of the rest of the team. And of course, the rest of the preferred global offices are doing exactly the same day in and day out. 
Cool, cool. That sounds like a pretty, pretty nice job, actually. I can't complain. I consider <laughs> myself very lucky, yes. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, well, thank you for squeezing me into your busy schedule. Um, <laughs> so tell me about the hotels. Do they all um, have the same design themes? There's obviously different property properties, but then when it's yes. kind of hotels, tell me a bit more about the, the groups and how they splinter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so because of the independent nature, all of our member hotels are very different from one another. So as, as a company, we do not really impose a specific design aesthetic as such, but we do really embrace and celebrate the uniqueness of each other in our portfolio. And really, this is one of the elements that makes representing them so exciting. Um, it is also important for Prefer Hotels Results to have a broad and diverse offering, as I was mentioning earlier. Uh, that really meets different lifestyles and cultural preferences. And this is very much intrinsic to our brand identity. Having said that, however, uh, each hotel still has to meet uh, our brand standards of excellency in addition to some specific criteria for each of our collections. And our collections are legend, LVX, lifestyle and connect, as well as preferred residencies. And the hotel performance against these criteria is very tightly monitored through an integrated quality assurance program, uh, which combines site inspections and also an assessment of daily online consumer reviews. Um, so a very long answer to a brief question to say that although design is, of course, very important and is becoming extremely important for, uh, for many travelers, it does not necessarily have to be uniform when it comes to preferred hotels and resorts. Cool. They just know that they're getting the um, the kind of the love and the quality. Correct. Yes. Yeah. The stamp of preferred approval. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and um, so is your background in the hotel industry? What, what was your first kind of leap into the business? Um, absolutely. I'm an hotelier at heart. Uh, my career in hotel started about 20 years ago now. Uh, it was love at first sight, and I must say I'm still madly in love with the industry. Um, you might gather from my accent, I'm Italian originally, so I did my studies back in Milan and a number of hotel internships there, which really gave me a taste of what the hospitality industry was all about. And then I decided to move to the UK in 2001. Um, at the time, I joined the team of what was um, originally Four Seasons Canary Wharf, which uh, had only just opened then. Um, I joined as a young and I would say probably very green front office agent. Um, but the culture at the time there was very much around um, everybody being able to assist in any areas of the hotel. So over the three years that I spent as part of the team, um, I feel very lucky I was able to navigate through so many different departments to learn about um, luxury service delivery. And looking back, there was no doubt uh, the perfect training ground for me. And I still use a lot of what I learned then in my job today, although very different. Um, and I made friends for life during my time there. Um, from, uh, I would say that from that first experience, I also definitely understood uh, where my strengths lie and uh, uh, what I was definitely not cut out for, <laughs> like uh, food and beverage, for example, although I absolutely love food, restaurants and that world in general. 
I think at the time management quickly realized that I could not be trusted with tracing my hands. And, uh, you know, in, in fairness to me, in fairness to me, though, the first ever customers that I was asked to serve at a private function was the entire Arsenal team. So you will understand the nerves from a very young 20 year old. Yes. <laughs> Did you drop anything? <laughs> I might have done. I might have done. <laughs> oh, I'd have been so nervous. Wow. <laughs> so that leads me on to, it can be quite a glamorous industry then. You get like all kinds of guests. You get to, you get to travel in your role to kind of go around and um, check I out hotels and oversee things. Yes, I've um, I've been very lucky from my career. I've um, I've traveled to beautiful places, and I've been very fortunate to be able to experience truly fantastic hotels. Um, obviously, you know, like in any industries, there are glamorous and not so glamorous elements to the business and to every job. I'm sure everybody would agree with that. And um, when I say non-glamorous, I mean a bit less exciting, but you know, like in every job, the exciting part of the job could not function with the less exciting tasks. So the two of them kind of go hand in hand, but I would say absolutely as a whole, uh, there is something very special about hotels and particularly when it comes to luxury hotels, you know, uh, glamour really is the word. Um, and the business just embodies all the fine things in life, really. And it's a fun business full of incredibly interesting, inspiring, charismatic and really passionate people. You can't go wrong with a luxury hotel. It's such a treat. So how has the hotel business changed during the current COVID times? Have you found that customers are looking for a different kind of vacation? Um, absolutely. I mean, there are elements of travel that people will definitely pay more attention to, I think, which you will have probably heard about already, like um, extra space and privacy when possible, hence the surge in demand when it comes to residencies and private jets, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in general, um, when traveling after what we have all been through in the last 12 months, we will all have higher expectations towards really any hospitality service providers, being hotels, airlines, car services, and anything else. Um, I really believe wellness tourism, which was already popular pre-COVID, will grow even more. So I think that moving forward will not just be about luxury spas and luxury beauty treatments, but travelers will look for health retreats, which also be focused on nutrition, mental well-being, which is so important. So all in all, more demand for a more comprehensive approach to end the getaways. Um, And then, of course, sustainable tourism will be absolutely huge. So more and more people are now choosing a hotel, a restaurant, or a destination based on how environmentally friendly they operate as their way of giving back and contributing to the well-being of of earth really and our planet yeah yeah and and what is preferred hotel group doing in terms of sustainability we do a lot sarah so from uh, from a preferred hotels resorts point of view in uh, 2006 we launched uh, great initiatives of today's and tomorrow's society so gifts which is a company-wide program designed to acknowledge and encourage uh, socially responsible actions by member hotels and colleagues. 
And the, uh, the, the exciting part is that member hotels that are excelling at these, and we have quite a few, are recognized at our annual preferred hotels and resorts global conference uh, with leaders in four different categories, which are philanthropy, community service, education, and sustainability. And many of our hotels really do incredible things. Uh, like one example um, that just comes to mind is uh, Villa Copenhagen. There is this beautiful hotel that just opened last July in Copenhagen. Again, another one to add to your list. Um, uh, and uh, it's a beautifully designed property and completely sustainable. And they have uh, the only outdoor swimming pool in Copenhagen, um, which is um, sustainably heated by the excess heat of Villa's cooling system. So that's that's pretty pretty significant and um, really um yes very very impressive have you visited i have not i have not but it's, uh, it's definitely my radar because we have uh we have a couple of properties in copenhagen so i'll definitely go and visit our member hotels there very soon as yeah. soon as i can oh outdoor swimming <laughs> that sounds amazing i know i know <laughs> yeah um, and uh, internally, I prefer as well amongst colleagues, we also put a lot of emphasis on sustainability and giving back. And so we have an internal program that encourages volunteering and social responsibility across our global offices, giving, for example, each colleague two day per year that they can use to volunteer in their local communities, which is also really lovely. You don't hear it very often that, you know, organizations are giving off time to their employees to go ahead and, and give back. So it's, it's something really lovely from preferred side to allow us to do that. Um, and then in addition, preferred hotel group is taking these a step forward. And I'm very, very excited to, uh, to share with you that we have just announced you, you will have heard the launch of Beyond Green, which is a new hotel brand focused on sustainable tourism, uh, following the company's acquisition of Beyond Green Travel at the beginning of 2020. So um, thank you. We are extremely excited. We are receiving some incredible feedback from, uh, from the industry as well, which is very, very encouraging. And uh, yes, Lindsay Yuborov, who is our CEO, joined forces with Costa uh, Screens, who is the founder of Beyond Green Travel. And a true leader in the sustainable travel space. And Beyond Green brings together forward-thinking properties around the world that are committing to delivering on three key pillars of sustainable tourism, uh, which are uh, protection of natural uh, and cultural heritage, contributing to the social and economic well-being of uh, local communities, and uh, going beyond the friendly practices that are renowned for sustainability. Um, and we have some incredible founding members within Beyond Green. We started with 24, we're already at 27 now. Uh, so um, uh, allow me to just mention a few. We have the Wilderness Safaris properties in Africa. Uh, we have the and Beyond properties, Three Camel Lodge in Mongolia, uh, the Brando in French Polynesia. Uh, are you daydreaming now, Sarah? I can see that. <laughs> you see me getting excited. <laughs> Um, closer to home, we have Borgo Pignano in Italy, and they all have incredible stories. Um, one story, for example, is from Nemba Island in Zanzibar, which is one of the MVM properties. And the hotel participates in a program called Ocean Without Borders. And this program works across the Indian Ocean to expand marine protected areas. 
So um, I'm sure you will hear a lot more about Beyond Green. And um, we have, of course, launched our website as well, which is staybeyondgreen.com. And there are plenty of incredible stories there for anybody to, um, to, to read. Yeah, and get inspired. Fab. I'll put that in the um, in the notes at the bottom. Amazing. So do you find that you've got um, a lot of returning uh, clients? They kind of love your brand and they love the properties. What what kind of do you think brings them back time and time again? Um, that's, that's a great question. So I personally am a firm believer that it all comes down to service delivery. So of course, a beautiful product and amenities are a huge pull for everybody. But I strongly believe that that alone is not really enough to make a lasting, outstanding impression on your guests and prompt them to return and recommend your hotel to others. So I feel that if stunning settings are not backed up with uh, you know, genuine, enthusiastic, intuitive service, then the material beauty around you quickly loses its importance, I think. Um, but on the contrary, though, I think that exceptional service can easily make up for a product and amenities which might not be as perfect. And obviously, needless to say, if you are, if you are a hotel that is both, then you're winning and uh, we are so lucky that we have uh, many of these hotels in our portfolio. Absolutely. I think that people, you know, if they're recommended or they just want to go to a preferred group because they know that they're going to get the standards. So um, what do you like best about the industry? Do you always kind of travel to places to go when you're just on vacation? Do you always stay in, um, in one of your properties or do you kind of go off the beaten track yourself a bit just to check out and the competition? So I, I, I do quite a bit of that too. I think it's very important to see yeah. what you're up against. Um, <laughs> I, I do a bit of both. I absolutely love staying at preferred hotels around the world when I'm on holiday. If there is an opportunity, um, as I said at the beginning of the call, we, um, we work very closely with our hoteliers. So many of them have become friends over the years. So it's lovely to see them. And also I think it gives me the opportunity to learn more about the hotels. Hence then, when I introduce these properties to my clients, it allows me to bring my personal stories into account, which, um, which, which I think is important. Um, and I mean, what I love about the industry, I, I, love, I love the fact that you come across people from so many different cultures and backgrounds. And, uh, you know, the industry is definitely one of the most international industries out there. And, um, you know, throughout uh, navigating the, the industry, you, you just, you're just exposed to many, so many wonderful, wonderful experiences. And I always found that hospitality is magical. I always feel in a way, since, since, I, since I used to work on property, that uh, in every hotel around the world, when a new day starts, it's like the stage lights come on and it's like a new show begins where all the departments, whether you are in the front or in the back of the house, need to work in synergy to, to deliver, you know, the show to, to your guests. And, um, and as I said, you know, there are so many charming and creative and passionate people in the industry. So I love all about it. Um, I feel very, very fortunate to be able to be part of this, of this business. Oh, I can 
feel your enthusiasm. I'm getting goosebumps. That's a really lovely analogy. That's grand. <laughs> um, so have you, um, have you had any exciting developments? Have you been working on anything behind the scenes? Apart from obviously the, green, the Beyond Green. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean, as you say yourself, we've been extremely busy preparing for the exciting launch of Beyond Green, and that has taken up quite a bit of our time and, and, uh, and efforts in both 2020 and 2021. Um, however, throughout the various lockdowns, the team and I uh, globally over the last 12 months have delivered over 20 virtual trade events, um, which included over 400 travel agencies appointments with around 2,000 travel designers who attended around the world. Um, and that was a way to, to keep our member hotels and our trade partners connected and also to keep preferred, relevant and connected to our and, and clients and, and our trade partners. And it was great fun hosting these events for our hotels and we will continue to do so virtually and hopefully physically soon or a combination of both. But um, yes, it's, it's, it's been keeping us entertained for the last 12 months or so. <laughs> wow. And um, where are you looking forward to visiting most when you can? Oh, gosh, I have an endless list, uh, probably like yourself, probably like yourself. Um, it may sound a bit predictable given that I'm Italian, but I'm really just looking forward to, to going to visit family in Italy. And I have an 18 months old daughter uh, who my mom has seen only twice since she was born and very briefly. So I'm looking forward to getting them to spend some quality time together. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then, to be honest, given that I'm not based in London, I'm even just looking forward to, to visiting London and go somewhere lovely for a drink. Like, we, we have a beautiful hotel, the Stafford, who have this incredible courtyard, and um, it always looks so glorious in spring and summertime, full of flowers, and the atmosphere is just wonderful. So I'm only just looking forward to going to London for the day, even. But, <laughs> yes, the list of places where I would like to travel to is, is uh, substantial, yes. <laughs> and it's probably, you can't choose one. It's not fair. Indeed. Your mom is, is, that's understandable, absolutely. And you've been amazing. I'm so inspired. And, um, but the last cheeky question that every, every, every traveler wants to know, how could you wangle a cheeky upgrade? <laughs> or is it possible <laughs> to get, to just kind of ask when, uh, when you're in reception? Um, I think it's a combination of both, but um, first and foremost, I would recommend uh, uh, to sign up for our loyalty program, which is I prefer, and that's a complimentary program that rewards members with points, status, and special benefits at hundreds of our beautiful properties around the world, including upgrades as well. Um, and uh, we're actually, we've, uh, we've just launched, uh, I prefer loves, um, has just launched this month. And what that means is that each month, I prefer will showcase a much loved brand partner across the travel, fashion, food and wine, home and wellness industries through different promotions and unlock privileges uh, and access to bespoke gifts. So anybody who's not an I prefer member, rush and sign up because there is a lot to gain from, including upgrades. And then when it comes to upgrade, I think most importantly, just be nice to the reception team and I'm sure that they will go a long way for oh. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Grand, That's, I, I'm going to name drop you. <laughs> 
Oh, you've been amazing, Isabella. Thank you so much. Thank and, you, Sarah. Oh, yeah, and I really hope that we can meet for coffee, either internationally or maybe in central London when we can. I would love that. I would love that. And thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's been lovely talking to you. And uh, I look forward to hopefully seeing you soon. Fabulous. All right, then. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you, Sarah. That's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. She doesn't fall